Welcome to TSX Quarterly, the podcast that brings you publicly available earnings calls from companies listed on the Toronto Stock Exchange in one convenient location. Gone are the days of looking through confusing websites. You'll find the important information right here. Enjoy the call. and I will be your conference operator today. At this time, I would like to welcome everyone to the Lakara Diamond 2021 year-end results conference call. All lines have been placed on mute to prevent any background noise. And after the speaker's remarks, there will be a question and answer session. If you would like to ask a question during this time, simply press star, then the number one on your t- telephone keypad. If you would like to withdraw your question, please press star, then the number two. Thank you. Ms. Ira Thomas, you may now begin your conference. Thank you very much, Kelsey, and welcome everyone to Lucaro's 2021 uh, results call. 2021 was an important, arguably transformative year for Lucara, not only in terms of financing the underground and de-risking our primary opportunity for growth, but also in navigating the ongoing uncertainty imposed by COVID on our operations and taking bold decisions in respect of our sales strategy designed to protect and support prices for our large high value diamond whilst increasing margin capture downstream. We begin 2022 in a much stronger place, well positioned to take advantage of what is widely being heralded as the best global diamond market we've experienced in more than 10 years. I will be making some forward-looking statements, so I do encourage you all to review our cautionary statement, which is uh, available on our website. Highlights from 2021 include strong, safe performance at the mine, having met or exceeded on all of our physical operating metrics, including our best ever mill throughput of 2.8 million tons. Total recordable injury frequency came in at 0.1, down from 0.3 in 2020, with zero recordable injuries in three of four quarters for the year. We delivered revenues of 230.1 million and achieved an average price per carat of $603, an 84% and 80% increase respectively over the previous year. 2021 was also another record year for the recovery of specials or diamonds in excess of 10.8 carats in size, which underpinned our financial success, including our third diamond recovery over 1,000 carats in size. In terms of our sales, the negotiation and execution of a 24-month extension to the HB committed supply agreement for all diamonds greater than 10.8 carats was an important objective for the year. The agreement was revised to provide more cash up front for Lucara, a deferral of fees payable until receipt of final polished proceeds and added in specific performance criteria. After almost 20 months of selling this way, we are realizing meaningful benefits, protecting and capturing more value for our most valuable production segment and creating true alignment between producer and manufacturer for the first time. Clara, our secure web-based marketplace for the transaction of smaller diamonds between one and 15 carats in size also had a strong year and was successful in adding and growing third-party volumes, increasing total sales volumes by 168% year over year. 
the platform remains at an important inflection point, and we are excited about the potential for adding meaningful third-party supply in 2022. Advancing the underground expansion project, working to maintain critical path objectives, including procurement of long lead items and detailed engineering work in advance of project financing and full project sanction, was also a top priority. In Q3, the company was successful in securing a senior secured project financing package for up to $220 million with a syndicate of five leading international financial institutions, including ING, Natixis, SOCGEN, Africa Finance Corp, and AfriExim Bank. Thereafter, the project underwent full board sanction and the first drawdown of the facility took place in September. We ended the year with $27 million in cash and we began 2022 on a solid financial and operating uh, platform with underground tracking on schedule and budget and access to ample liquidity to deliver on our core objectives for 2022. As stated previously, 2021 was a record year for the recovery of large diamonds. A total of 841 specials, or single diamonds in excess of 10.8 carats, were recovered during the year, representing 7.8% by weight, up from 6.7% in 2020. And that included a number of uh, remarkable diamonds, which are listed on the page. A total of 39 diamonds greater than 100 carats, including eight over 300, eight between two and 300, along with a further 23 stones between 100 and 200 carats. And of course, our third diamond in excess of 1,000 carats. The graph in the lower right also clearly demonstrates that the contribution of large diamonds is increasing as we mine deeper in the open pit and are able to gain greater access to the EMPKS geological unit of the South Lobe the source of many of our historic diamond recoveries, including all three of our diamonds in excess of 1,000 carats in size. Greater access to the deeper portions of the south lobe provides a compelling economic rationale for expanding our mine underground and using conservative diamond price assumptions, we anticipating adding $4 billion of additional net revenues and expanding our mine life from 2023 out to 20. Uh, as I already mentioned, we were successful in securing a supplemental financing uh, package in 2021, which has allowed us to fully sanction the project and move forward. We spent a total of $86.3 million uh, in 2021, and we have plans to spend a further $110 million in 2022. Some of the highlights from 2021 include over 1 million man-hours worked LTI free, um, and we also cleared uh, for construction of almost half of our tower foundations for our 29 kilometer, 132 kilovolt transmission line bulk power upgrade. And we also successfully mobilized all of our head frame materials and surface infrastructure, including the construction of a 200 person camp and a water treatment facility. Um, importantly, we basically completed the majority of our pre-sinking activities for the ventilation and production shafts down to minus 36 and minus 41 meters respectively to allow tow-in construction to uh, commence. And we also commissioned the temporary generator farm. In 2022, we 
were really focused on commissioning the four main sinking winders and completing the steel head frames for both shafts. We will also continue with detailed design and engineering, and we are looking forward to commissioning our new uh, power supply um, coming in from the new transmission line uh, by the end of the year. Moving on now, um, I'm going to talk a little bit about our approach to sales. I think, you know, Lucara has become well known for its approach to innovation and its incorporation of new technologies into its mine design. We have extended the same approach to our sales strategy. For generations, we have relied on the same processes to distribute rough diamonds between producers and the midstream who then manufacture and deliver polished diamonds downstream to the retailers. Traditionally, each participant in the value chain is earning its margin on the back of another. Lucara believes this model is broken, inefficient, inflexible, and lacks transparency. Clara was the first step in our journey towards a more efficient supply chain using a web-based digital marketplace to sell individual rough diamonds between 1 and 15 carats in size, stone by stone based on existing demand, creating true alignment between the producer and manufacturer for the first time. The deep discounts experienced for rough diamonds during the pandemic compounded the rationale to apply the same approach to sales of our large high-value diamonds and we moved into a novel partnership with HP Antwerp to participate in the manufacturing of all of our diamonds greater than 10.8 carats under a committed supply agreement. Through HP, we have also gained direct access to large luxury retail brands such as Louis Vuitton, which has led to further collaboration downstream, and we now have agreements in place in respect of our 1,758 carat Soelo, the largest diamond mine from Botswana to date, and the 549-carat Petunia, two of our truly exceptional large diamonds recovered from Kuroi. The results of this approach has been price stabilization for the largest, most valuable diamond segment of our production and an opportunity to increase margin share downstream for our entire production range. We now sell our diamonds through three principal channels, uh, tenders, Clara, and HB, with 65 to 70% of our revenue is now being generated from the sale of polished. In 2021, the Clara platform continued to mature and though planned producer trials were largely deferred as companies worked to repair balance sheets and recover from the pandemic, we were successful in adding third-party supply from primarily secondary sources and increased volumes transacted on Clara by 168%. Now that most producers are back on their feet, we have re-engaged once again, and we remain optimistic that planned producer trials will move forward in 2022 in tandem with growing third-party supply from the secondary markets where our buyers have now also become our sellers too. Clara providing an ideal avenue to transact unwanted inventories. And on this slide, we're summarizing um, the, the sales completed to date, almost $50 million worth of diamonds sold by value through the platform. And we are sitting with a customer base of uh, 88 uh, companies by the end of 2021. You know, our ambition with Clara is to get to a modest 10% of global market share. We actually think that that is conservative and that we could do much better. But in doing so over five years, 
uh, Clara has the potential to generate as much cash for us as our existing mining operations at Carilli. In respect of our HB agreement, for the first time in 10 years, Lucara has a line of sight to what, is, to what becomes of our large, high-value diamonds beyond the mine gate. HB is using state-of-the-art scanning, planning, and manufacturing technologies to maximize the value of each and every rough diamond, selling into existing demand, protecting prices for our most valuable polished gemstones, and delivering Lucara a polished price less a set fee in the cost of manufacturing. In 2021, we began realizing significant benefits from selling this way, and our revenues reflect this. I've already mentioned our unique three-way collaboration with HB and LV. By way of an update, after a year's delay owing to COVID, the Suelo has now finished its world tour with Louis Vuitton and is heading into manufacturing with all three partners now engaged at the planning stage for the creation of a bespoke collection of polished diamonds, celebrating Botswana's largest diamonds. Though the market has been remarkably buoyant in 2021, prices for our very largest, most valuable diamonds have been slower to recover. Recent trends have been positive, however, and Lucara made a strategic decision to defer the sale of the Setunia in 2021 to ensure that we are achieving the best possible outcome for this truly special diamond, one of the finest gem quality, exceptional diamonds produced from the Corolla mine to date. As I stated in my opening comments, we are experiencing a very strong diamond market. The diamond market has rebounded quickly from the deep discounts we observed during the pandemic and decreasing global supplies of rough diamonds combined with record diamond jewelry demand has pushed prices higher. Paul Minsky's rough diamond price index suggests that overall rough diamond prices are in fact sitting at an all-time high. Though we absolutely agree with this analysis for Lucara's unique production profile, our view is slightly more tempered. As mentioned before, prices for our largest, most valuable diamonds have certainly stabilized over the last year. However, we are still in the earliest stages of price recovery for this segment, and we're excited about the potential for further price appreciation uh, as we continue on our journey with HB in 2022. What is most encouraging about the current market environment is the fact that price strength is being observed and is tracking in tandem for both rough and polished diamonds across a broad range of sizes, colors, and qualities, reflecting much stronger overall global demand for diamond jewelry, particularly out of the U.S. This market balance is encouraging and underpins our confidence in a stronger price outlook for the foreseeable future. I would now like to turn it over to Zara Bolt, our CFO, who will take us through uh, some financial highlights for the year. Thanks very much, Ira. Uh, good morning and good afternoon, everyone. Thank you for joining us for our fiscal 2021 earnings call. Just a quick reminder that I will be making some forward-looking statements, so please refer to slide two of today's presentation for a cautionary statement. Also, certain financial measures that I will refer to during today's call and which appear in the presentation are non-GAAP or non-IFRS financial performance measures. These include adjusted EBITDA, adjusted operating earnings, operating cash flow per share, operating margin per carat sold, and operating costs per ton of ore processed. 
please refer to our MDNA for details on how these measures are calculated. As a reminder, all references are to U.S. dollars unless otherwise stated. So let's begin with the financial highlights from the fourth quarter. The company recognized revenue of $57.9 million, or $560 per carat, in the fourth quarter of 2021, resulting in a margin of 62%. This compares to revenues of $42.4 million, or $402 per carat, for sales in the fourth quarter of 2020. The margin there was about 49%. The average sales price in the fourth quarter of 2021 reflects an overall higher market price for diamonds. You can see that adjusted EBITDA of 21.1 million in the fourth quarter more than doubled from the same quarter in 2020, again, really driven by higher achieved diamond prices. We recorded net income of 1.7 million for the current quarter, up from a net loss of 3.9 million in Q4 2020. The net income achieved in each quarter is most impacted by the revenue earned during that quarter. Non-cash items such as depletion and amortization, foreign exchange gains and losses, gains and losses from derivative financial instruments, and income tax expenses introduce volatility to net income. In Q4, our operating expenses increased approximately 3% quarter over quarter, due to a combination of higher power, labor, and insurance costs. Operating cash flow during the quarter was $0.05 cents per share, up from $0.02 cents in the same quarter in 2020. Moving now to review the full-year financial results. On this slide, the strong financial results we achieved in 2021 are very evident. Revenue of $230.1 million resulted in an average price per carat sold of $603. This represents an 84% and an 80% increase, respectively, over the previous years and is reflective of the impact of strong demand for both rough and polished diamonds combined with supply constraints in certain size classes. I would point out that 2021's revenue does not include any provision for the sale of the 549 carats of Setunia. As Ira explained just a moment ago, in late 2021, we made the strategic decision to defer the sale of that exceptional diamond, given the strength of both the diamond market and our financial position at the end of the year. The amended and extended sales agreement with HB accounts for 65% of total revenues recognized in 2021, and we'll look at that in more detail in just a moment. Year-over-year -year operating cash costs increased 8%, to $30.02 per ton processed from $27.80 per ton processed last year. This, is expen this expense is higher than in 2020 due to a combination of increased mining and processing activity and higher power, labor, and insurance costs. Adjusted EBITDA of $102.5 million was five times higher than the same period in 2020, again attributed primarily to higher revenues. Net income for the year increased to $23.8 million, or $0.06 cents per share. We also saw a significant increase in cash flow from operations, which increased from $0.04 cents per share in 2020 to $0.24 cents per share for the year ended December 31, 2021. The next slide sets out our operational highlights for the fourth quarter. Overall performance during the fourth quarter remains consistent with the strong operational results achieved over the past two to three years. Mining and processing results were generally on plan during the fourth quarter, except for waste tons mined at 
1.3 million tons. Ore mining, which was 600, about 610,000 tons, continued to be prioritized over waste to enable destacking of benches in the northern part of the pit, which enhances flexibility through improved access to South Lobe ore as the pit deepens. It was also done to support dewatering activities. Ore gains were realized on the western contact of the South Lobe, and those ore tons have been stockpiled. During Q4 2021, approximately 706,000 tons processed were processed at an average grade of 12.8 carats per 100 tons, which was on target. Almost 91,000 carats were recovered. During this period, the ore processed was entirely from the south lobe. A total of 180 specials were recovered in the fourth quarter, including nine diamonds greater than 100 carats in weight. Recovered specials equated to 5.7 weight percent of total recovered carrots from ore processed during Q4 2021. We sold just under 103,000 carrots during the fourth quarter at an average price of $550 per carrot. In the fourth quarter, operating expenses of $22.3 million equated to a $217 operating cost per carrot sold. Operational highlights for 2021 from the Kuroi mine are set out on the next slide. We mined 3.7 million tons of ore and 2.6 million tons of waste, with total tons mined of 6.3 million in the mid-range of our 2021 guidance. We processed over 2.8 million tons of ore, which represents a new annual record since the start of production at the Kuroi mine. Just over 369,000 carats were recovered at a recovered grade of 12.93 carats per 100 tons of direct milled ore. This is 3% lower than 2020 as the higher throughput was offset by the lower grade of milled material. Just over 380,000 carats were sold during the year at an average price of $603 per carat. This represents an increase of 2% by volume and 80% by value when compared to our results from 2020. Both carrots recovered and carrots sold came in at the higher end of our 2021 guidance. During 2021, specials recovered equated to 7.8 weight percent of total recovered carrots, again achieving a record volume of specials recovered for the second consecutive year. Also of note, as Ira mentioned previously, would be 39 diamonds recovered greater than 100 carats during the year, including the third 1,000 carat diamond recovered since 2015. Operating cash costs were $30.02 per ton processed or $210 per carat sold. Operating cash costs were in line with our forecast of $28 to $32 per ton processed, but approximately 8% higher than 2020. The current year increase is reflective of cost reductions implemented in 2020, owing to the uncertainty of the impact of the global pandemic that were gradually lifted in 2021, offset by a 6% increase in tons processed as compared to 2020. Moving to slide uh, 19, this slide sets out how we sold our diamonds in the fourth quarter and for the year ended December 31st, 2021. The exceptionally strong performance throughout 2021 was driven by higher diamond prices, which were reflective of the impact of strong demand for both rough and polished diamonds, combined with supply constraints in certain size classes. 
In 2021, diamond sales continue to be held through a combination of regular tenders and the Clara platform and through HB, um, through the HB agreement for gem and near gem diamonds greater than 10.8 carats, which are to be manufactured and sold as polished. Uh, like previous periods, most of our sales by volume were realized through the quarterly tender process and by value through our agreement with HB. In 2021, we amended and extended our agreement with HB to at least 2023, and we made certain changes to the payment terms to better reflect the timing of mine production and HB's manufacturing process. The unique pricing mechanism of the HB agreement delivers regular cash flow for the highest value segment of our production profile. Because of the amendments that we made in 2021, we expect that the influence of top-up payments will lessen over time. For the year ended December 31st, 2021, we recorded revenue of $150.4 million from the HB agreement from the sale of about 23,000 carats. The increase is generally attributable to the contract covering 12 months in 2021 versus six months in 2020. In addition, prices achieved continue to increase through 2021, and certain high-value stones delivered in 2020 were sold in 2021. Last year, 21 sales took place on Clara, with a total sales volume transacted of $28.7 million, which represents a 168% increase from the $10.7 million transacted in 2020. During Q4 2021, the sales volume transacted was $7.7 million, a 93% increase when compared to the same quarter in 2020. Clara also observed a steady upward price trend at each subsequent sale throughout fiscal 2021. Four quarters were held in Antwerp in 2021 due to the ongoing uncertainty around travel restrictions through much of the year. Normally, these sales would be held in Haberoni, Botswana. Now let's review our 2022 guidance, which is set out on slide 20. Based on updated expectations for revenue in 2022, attributed to the recent and expected strength in the rough and polished diamond markets, diamond revenue guidance has been increased to between 195 and 225 million, which is up from a range of 185 to 215 million. All other um, metrics remain the same. I would note that the diamond revenue guidance does not include revenue related to the sale of exceptional stones or the Satunia. At this point, I'd like to turn the floor back to Ira for an overview of our approach to sustainability and some closing remarks. Thank you very much. Thank you very much, Zara. And I just wanted to take a moment to talk about sustainability, which for Lucara is, a, is foundational to everything we do. This is top of mind for investors today. And as a reminder, uh, Lucara has been producing a sustainability report for the better part of a decade now. Uh, we are a participant in uh, the United Nations Global Compact, and we do contribute to 10 of the 17 sustainable development goals. In addition, we're certified by the Responsible Jewelry Council, compliant with the Kimberley process, and a member of the Natural Diamond Council. I do encourage you all to uh, have a look at our annual sustainability report, which is available on our website. And we do anticipating, uh, anticipate updating um, with 
uh, this year's report uh, in the second quarter of 2022. I also do want to make uh, mention uh, uh, what is currently um, happening in country in Botswana with res in respect of our response to COVID. Uh, we are really pleased to be able to report that um, our workforce is currently sitting at about 97% vaccinated, which is a major change over or where we were sitting this time last year. Uh, that is another major de-risking de uh, event for our company and our operations. And uh, the country is now really being beginning to open up. Um, so certainly pleased to be able to report on that this year. So just to uh, conclude, you know, I think it's a really interesting time to for the diamond industry. I think that, uh, you know, Lucara represents a premium diamond equity, which has gone through a major de-risking event in 2021, and we're now really positioned for long-term growth and highly levered to improving diamond prices. Um, we don't believe diamonds have had their day in the sun as of yet, and a lot of the equities represent very good value. Uh, but for our company, you know, we have been maintained strong, high margins since mining began back in 2012 on Kuroi, and we're very excited to be looking forward now to another minimum 15 years of, of mine life, extending our operations to at least 2040. And then in addition, we have Clara, which is uh, an exciting new business for our company, which provides asset diversification and optionality and the potential to generate significant cash flow uh, going forward. So with that, I'd like to thank everybody for participating today and we're welcome to open it up to questions. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets and so much more download the app in virginia today and get 150 dollars in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at betmgm betmgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly see betmgm.com for terms 21 plus only virginia only new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days please gamble responsibly gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER promotional offer not available in washington dc thank you and ladies and gentlemen we'll now begin the question and answer session should you have a question please press the star followed by the one on your touch tone phone you will hear a three-tone prompt acknowledging your request, and your questions will be polled in the order that they are received. Did you wish to decline from the polling process? Please press the star followed by the two. And if you are using a speakerphone, please lift the handset before pressing any keys. One moment, please, for your first question. And your first question does come from Oliver Rukak from Berenberg. Please go ahead. Hi, thanks for taking my question. Just a quick one, and what kind of percentage increase do you think you've seen in the diamond market so far in 2022, please? 
Oliver, I'll start and I'll let the team jump in. And I was remiss in introducing um, the rest of the Lucara executive that's participating on the call today. Besides Zara and myself, I do, we do have Dr. John Armstrong, our VP of Technical Services. And we're also really pleased to be welcoming, welcoming Nassim Lari, our Managing Director of our Operations in, in Botswana. So Oliver, just to, to start on that question, you know, as you know, diamonds are a very heterogeneous commodity and there's, you know, many individual price points and they, they don't necessarily move in tandem. I think what we're certainly encouraged to see is overall price improvement across a broad range of diamond qualities um, and sizes and colors. And that has obviously had a very positive impact on the overall market and Lucar is no exception. I think it's fair to say that we've seen double-digit improvements, uh, but again, as I mentioned in my, my remarks earlier, uh, you know, prices for lar our largest, highest-value diamonds have lagged. They are certainly stable, and, and we're pleased to see that, and, and very recently we've seen prices moving up for those as well. Uh, so we do believe that there's further price uh, improvement um, ahead of us at, at Lucara. John, did you want to Thanks. jump in on anything else there? Sure, I'll just um, point out that we, we will be holding our first tender of 2022 um, in, uh, at the end of next week. So we'll see you know, how we stack up against our, our sale in, in December in terms of the price improvement from December until now. Uh, and, but we can see that in terms of polished prices, in terms of, in terms of goods being sold by HB, that in, in certain sizes, the, the polished market has also improved um, since December, up, uh, up a few percentage points for some of the larger goods, which is, which is positive as well. Thank you, sorry. Ira, to clarify, did you say you've seen double digit improvements already this year? Year over year. Yeah, so, okay. okay. Uh, the recovery started in, in you know, late, 2020 continued right through 2021 and continues into 22. But again, that is a pretty big generalization. We've seen uh, there is variability between, you know, small diamonds and big diamonds and different colors and qualities. But what is most encouraging is that the overall uplift is broad-based uh, and widespread. Perfect. Thank you so much. Thank you. You're welcome. And your next question comes from Scott McDonald from Scotiabank. Please go ahead. Uh, good morning, uh, Ira, John, Zara, and uh, team. Thank you very much for the update. Um, I just had uh, a couple related questions about your uh, 2022 revenue guidance, um, just with respect to some specific stones. Um, just just on uh, Suwello, you mentioned, and, and you also had some kinks in and. Uh, a 393 carat top white that were all uh, recovered in July. I'm just wondering whether you expect to see, or, or if you could give any color on when you expect to see revenue from those diamonds and whether or not that's included in your guidance. I know, I know you say um, no exceptionals are included in your guidance. So I'm just not sure if those are considered in that bucket or not. Thank you. 
uh, those diamonds are included in, in that bucket. And when we say exceptionals right now, you know, what we've excluded from our guidance is the, is the Cetunia. Yeah. Okay. So, oh, sorry, go ahead. It's John here. I'll just jump in. We, we have um, received the bulk of the revenue from someone such uh, there's a little bit remaining, um, but in terms of uh, sorry, John, uh, that, we're getting a bunch of background. Uh, yeah, I don't think it's. Um, I'm not sure it's where it's coming from. There we go. But the, okay. For instance, for the 393, um, we received the, the bulk of the the payment that we would expect from that. And and was was when you say received the bulk, was that in uh, 2021 or in 2022? 2021. Gotcha. OK. One of the things I think, Scott, that Zara mentioned is that as our relationship with HB is matured and the processes have become um, more streamlined, we, we are seeing the timelines shorten between delivery of rough diamonds to final polish sales. So that's also helping. Gotcha. And, and uh, any sense of when uh, you'll get proceeds from the Suelo? No, you know, we're taking our time with that one. I mean, we've got yeah. uh, to go through quite a process here to open it up and sort of identify all the different opportunities and decide what makes the most sense for the three partners. But it's a really important storytelling piece for us. As you may recall, you know, it's, it's a diamond that's coated in black diamond. We know there's some white diamond in there. Um, but the but the real value has yet to be determined, and only when we open it up are we really going to have a, a a real sense of of, of where we want to go with it. So we're just starting, you know, we're basically planning out the first saw cuts to to get a better look inside. Gotcha. Okay. Thank you. That's it for me. Thanks, Scott. Thank you. And your next question comes from. Paul Zimzinski from PZDA. Please go ahead. Hi, uh, congrats to everybody on a, on a really strong year. Um, maybe just uh, following up on Scott's question on the revenue guidance, um, when it, it specifies that it does not include the sale of exceptional stones, um, I'm still not really clear on that. So how do you define exceptional stones in that context? That would well, be there's, a- There's two- Oh, sorry. Sorry, I'm, go ahead, Zara. No, go ahead. I, I was just going to say for the the short answer is um, a single stone um, that achieves more than ten million dollars. Okay, very clear on that. Thank you. Um, and then just maybe one for John. Uh, maybe you can provide some color on the parts of the ore body that you'll be accessing this year, and maybe what that could mean for the recovery of specials. Sure. Thanks for the question, Paul. So the the plan for 2022 is is similarly aligned to that of 2021 in terms of it'll be the, the bulk of the feed will be from the south lobe and the split between the MPKS and the EMPKS will be similar to previous years so it works out to about 35% E and about 65% uh, M in terms of uh, the split of material going to the plant. Perfect uh, thank you so much. Ladies and gentlemen, as a reminder, if you do have a question, please go ahead and press star, then the number one. 
There are no further questions at this time. You may please proceed, Ms. Thomas. Okay, well, thank you very much, everybody, for participating today. Uh, we are very excited about how your company is positioned going forward in 2022 and uh, looking forward to another busy and productive year, advancing the underground, advancing our ambitions around Clara, and of course, continuing to uh, deliver uh, on our uh, large diamond profile and, uh, and our sales through HB. So thank you very much and enjoy the rest of your day. Ladies and gentlemen, this concludes your conference call for today. We thank you very much for participating and ask that you please disconnect your lines. Thank you for listening to TSX Quarterly. If you enjoyed the cast, remember to leave a good rating. And remember, for any additional inquiries, please consult the company's investor relations section on their website. See you next time.